Hey you, what's happening at work? What's keeping you up at night? What's causing you frustration or depleting your wellness at work? Talk to me and with me. This is Joyce Adidison, your host with the What's Happening at Work show, where we create solutions to work, live, and play well. Join me now for next episode. Hello, hello, Joyce Adidison here. I am so excited that you're joining me today for today's episode. And today we're talking about innovation. How innovative are you? You know, when we think of the workplace, we think of uh, things happening. We think of learning and development. We think of innovation. We think of new projects, new ideas. We think of new technology. We think of all the things that happen in the workplace is really about innovation. And innovation is the wellness competency that we're going to be focusing today. And funny, innovation links with financial wellness. So when you think about uh, financial wellness, you think of innovation. They, they align. They, they connect. They work together. Innovation is that coming up with new ideas, new ways to do things, new ways to maybe even do something old, right? But a new way, an innovative way to respond to a problem, to come up with a solution for something that's not working. And that's what we go to do at work. Often though, what happens is we go to work and we fall into that mediocre, good enough. And we fail to move ourselves away from there to the place where we are now thriving again, where we're now growing, where we're now being creative and innovative. Now, many times at work, the workplace atmosphere can take away from our ability to innovate. We can come across bosses. We can come across co-workers. We can come into situations that are intolerable and detract from our ability to be innovative. And that's an environmental problem. And what we need to do over and over again is to move ourselves beyond our environment. And that comes from visualization. So one of the things, one of the strategies I use with clients at work who are challenged by the environment, challenged by you know, that, that boss that, that really isn't uh, allowing you to grow or step out of the bounds or uh, explore or be your best self or that coworker who's competitive, who's always challenging you or, or putting you down or, or that bully or that person in that other department that's always critiquing your work and not giving you, doesn't want, you know, wants to stifle you. Where you feel like you're being stifled in a work environment where uh, new ideas are not appreciated, are seen as a threat. And so sometimes we have all kinds of possibilities that, that can happen. So many different variables can impact our ability to be innovative at work. But when we think about workplace, that's where all the new things come from. 
even if you think about something new in bed, you have to implement it at work. It's just the natural way of how our society is designed. So if you own your own business or you're a leader of employees, you need to ask yourself, did I do my best to create an innovative environment? If you are an employee, then you need to ask yourself, did I do my best to bring out diversity, to bring out innovation, to bring out creativity in my day? Did I do my best to be creative and innovative today? Ask yourself that on a daily basis. Ask yourself that on a weekly basis. One of the things I do with my team is really get them to that place to start asking, am I being creative? Am I reaching my goals? Am I doing the things that I need to? Am I being innovative? Am I thinking outside the box? And if so, what are the what, what are the signs that I'm doing that? If not, what are the consequences? What am I missing out on? What is my workplace not getting from me not being innovative and creative? What opportunities are we not taking part of? And that's sad because when you think you, we, we have to work, right? We have to work for most of our life. Many of us will work. I mean, there are, there, there, there are signs that retirement age might be extended beyond 65 years of age. Well, we might be in the workplace till we're 75. There are people in the workplace 75 and over. Reality is innovation does not necessarily means youth. We can be innovative at any age. Yes, the youths are bolder. Yes, the youth are without fear. And so they are more able to take risks and overcome those risks. And they are therefore more innovative and more creative. So when we think of our generations that are coming, our Gen Z, millennials, we have to start thinking, are we giving them room to be innovative? Do we have millennials on our team? Do we have people on our team who can step up and bring new bold ideas that challenge us and rock our boats? If you're a baby boomer leader, you are a Gen Y leader, you need to ask yourself, do I have the millennials and, and Gen Zs on my team that are going to rock my boat, that are going to have me saying, huh, is that possible? I mean, just look at how they respond to technology. Look at how so they're so eloquent, right? And you look at the the way they work with technology, it's fluid. They do they don't have they have no fear of technology. They get it. They understand programming. It's like it's programming their being. They understand how all these gadgets work. You know, I was saying to my husband, I said, Oh, our son is 26 and is moving on and uh will be leaving home for training and and into his his next career. And I'm like, oh boy, we had better learn how to use all these gadgets ourselves. Because we're used to calling him like, we can't figure, I can't figure that out. What do you think? And in like five minutes, he's got it. And you're standing there thinking, 
something must be wrong with my brain. Why didn't I get that? Why didn't I think of doing that? Why can't my hands move that quickly over the keyboard or, or over the phone? You know, you see it and it's such a natural thing to them. They're bold, they're fierce, fearless, they're creative. They don't think about something not working. They think about, oh, I can make that work. That is supposed to work. They think things are supposed to work. And if it's not, then there should be a way to connect it with something else. Oh, it just needs X, Y, Z for it to work. I mean, when I started working uh, and became aware of technology, for instance, one of the things that I use in my in my business on my website, I use Gravity Forms. And we use Gravity Forms to connect to Active Campaign, and we use Gravity Forms to uh, connect with Stripe, and and then there's Zapier, and everything is zapping, and now they make things to zap and. I don't feel comfortable with the zapping, but it's there. And apparently, you know, sometimes you can have too many zap and zap can break down and zap doesn't zap. And, and I'm like, oh my word, the thing gives me anxiety, this zapier thing. It just sounds weird to my brain and it's just my wiring. But the reality is I have, I have a millennial on my team and she talks about Zapia. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, let's just zap this. And I'm like, let's zap this. Let's just, let's just link this to zap. And, and we have to really start paying attention and listening to them and they have great ideas. And I'm like, oh yeah, if you just do a zap here and a zap there and zap that. And I'm like, have mercy. Reality is we are in a different world. And in order for our businesses, in order for our workplaces to be creative and innovative, we need everyone. We need people with different perspectives. I have people on my team from all over the globe, bring different perspectives, different insights, bring different skills and interpersonal skills and, and way to work. And it's such a joy working with some and some um, needs a, a little bit more uh, kid gloves and and you know you you learn it keeps you learning it keeps you fresh and you don't get bored because we we can just sit sit with the same people all the time not expand our horizon working with the same people know what to expect and our attitude just becomes good enough and when we move on and open up to work with new people and new ideas and new cultures it forces us to be innovative, to be creative, to learn new skills, learn new things, become better. Good enough is no longer good enough. We no longer settle. And when we think about financial well-being, it's those who impact more people that are becoming more financially well. I mean, take a look at Amazon. There is Amazon everywhere, right? Before COVID-19, we knew Amazon was doing well. But now with, with this pandemic, everybody is Amazoning. Like there is a safety net to go to Amazon. You buy something from Amazon. You don't like it. You tell Amazon you don't like it. You get refunded. It's like they send you a, a, 
a note to refund and and you can send this back no charge and you it just makes shopping so much easier it's 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 a lot more pleasant shopping with Amazon most of the times than going down the mall going to the mall whereas there's, there's there are other places I bought something out somewhere and it wasn't Amazon I did a return I got nothing back now I have two weeks later I have to now try to get to call them to find out did my return go through what's good you don't have that and I think that efficiency and innovation that Amazon has put into their business makes them trusted makes them a trusted competitor and so think about your business. Think about what you do. Think about where you work. Is there, are there opportunities to create more trust, to create more predictability for your clients? So do you think next time I'm going to go back to that place? No, I would see if Amazon has it first because it's a no hassle. Clients want things that are no hassle. We all want to reduce our stresses. So think about your workplace. Think about how you're working with your clients. Are you are there ways to be innovative? Because that's going to affect the bottom line of your organization. It's going to affect your financial well-being of your organization, your customers, your return on investment, how many clients come back to you. Right? And it costs more to, to get a client than it is to keep a client. And so when you... When you do things that allow you to keep clients, make them happy, they come back over and over again and they tell others about the pleasure they've had working with you. So it's incredibly important for you to think about that when you are thinking innovatively, when you think of innovation. So if you're in a situation in a workplace where you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling that there isn't an environment that allows you to be creative, be innovative, I want to invite you to do some visualization. Visualize yourself. Ask yourself, what if I worked for Google? What if I worked for Amazon or Facebook? What kind of energy would I have? How would I feel going in in the morning? Imagine that energy and bring that to your current workplace. Think of innovative ideas. Think of ways you can add to the bottom line. In today's economy, Organizations are looking at employees to see who can they do without. And this is where you have to shine. Like no other time in our history, every employee needs to earn their keep. For instance, you can't go on that Zoom call and just be quiet, have nothing to add and not bring anything to the table because everyone is going to say, well, you're not important. You don't need to be there. We don't need you. That position can be eliminated. Those, this is a different world now. And so you need to step up to the plate. You need to show up with innovation. You need to show up with something new. You need to show up with creativity. You need to show up at the table with something to add, or you're going to be left out or let go. Organizations are looking to downsize, reduce their bottom line, and you don't want to be that person that becomes indispensable because you're not adding value. This is a time like none other post-pandemic, during this pandemic, to show your worth, 
show your value, show how innovative and creative you are. So start some visualization. Imagine that you are at that Facebook company or that Google or at Microsoft or even at Amazon, right? Go and Google those companies. Find out what they do. How do they treat their employees? Imagine, find out those creative, creativity. Learn how you can be creative and innovative in your organization. What can you bring to the table? How can you add value? How can you make clients experience better? How can you do more for your workplace, for your organization? Don't get let, left behind and let go. You need to step up to the plate and be indispensable. Because right now, lean is the word in workplace. Lean, lean, lean. The leaner, the better. Every organization is looking, how can we cut costs? What positions don't we need? Who's not adding value? They're cleaning house and it's a great opportunity to clean house. Don't be one of the ones who got cleaned out. Right? You don't want to be let go in a time like now because there's so much competition for jobs. And if you got let go and you need to get your act together, then you need to start investing in yourself, investing in your learning and investing in your skills so that you can now show prospective organizations what you've learned from your experience why you think you will let go and what you've done to change that and what, how you're going to demonstrate that when they hire you. You have to sell your source next for your next job. So if you're looking to master your life, master your world, be more innovative, master the skill of innovation, I want to invite you to mastery. Mastery is my coaching session that I offer every week. And in Mastery, we work on a competency. Every month, we pick a new competency and we work on those skills. We work on what it looks like. First, we start creating a picture in our mind of what does it look like when I master that competency? What would my life look like? What would my relationship look like? What would my work look like? How will I be experiencing my world when I master this competency. And once we've done that, we're going to see how well we're doing right now. Right? We're going to assess how well we're doing right now. And then we'll bench back that. And we're going to start moving and taking action steps to get to where we want to. That's how you master your world. There is no one going to come and magically change your situation. There is no twinkling of an eye. It's going to happen. You have to do the work. But guess what? I'm going to partner with you. I'm prepared to partner with you so you can move from where you are to where you want to go. Because that's the way you're going to do it. There is no other way. So if you're ready to master your world, master your relationship, master your work, master that next job interview, master that 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 relationship at work, that, that relationship with your boss, that coworker, that new job, new position, then join me in mastery. Check out our website, interpersonalwellness.com and click on coaching. Join mastery and you can attend mastery as long as you want to, as often as you like to. You just pick where you want to start working. You follow this, this, this the template and we keep working because that's the only way we can master our lives 
no matter our environment, because we've been called to do greater and more important and innovative things. And I want to partner with you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. And I will see you in mastery. You've been listening to What's Happening at Work. This is Joyce Edison, your host. And I want to thank you for being with us. Thank our guest and our sponsors, Interpersonal Wellness Services, Inc., the Global Workplace Wellness Summit, and of course, the Wellness Competency Mindset Movement. And if you want to hear from us, learn more or get more episodes, join us at interpersonalwellness.com, where we help you to work, live, and play well. Bye now, and we'll see you for another episode.